Hey you! Welcome to the Muzzles Mascara Motherhood Podcast. A podcast for the woman who recognizes that fitness is way more than a dress size or a number on the scale. Who refuses to diminish her uniqueness to fit in and who recognizes that motherhood is her superpower, not the death knell to her body or life goals. I'm your host, I'm Lola Bodeogudipwe, a fitness communicator, coach, wife and mom of two. On every episode of this podcast, you're going to be informed, inspired, and invigorated to take action as we talk about topics ranging from nutrition, mindset, exercise, motherhood, and the ever-changing definitions of beauty. If your goal is to be the healthiest, fittest version of you, who is confident and comfortable in her skin and empowered in all her roles, especially motherhood, you're in the perfect place. Let's do this. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart merry christmas i don't know when i'm posting this but today is christmas it's 25th of december (laughs) that i'm recording this so i am wishing you a merry christmas from the bottom of my heart and i pray and hope that the real reason for the season right jesus is coming to earth the real reason for the season will be manifested in all our lives like and i just want to remind everybody that jesus didn't come just to give us life he came to give us abundant life so i wish you abundance 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 in every area of life right it's been a long time it's been a minute it's about two three weeks since i recorded a podcast and trust me it wasn't intentional but life came at me speedily in a good way in a good way right you know how i like to remind my clients i like to remind you also that we can get so busy and have challenges in good ways too right so you have a promotion move to a bigger house something happens right that makes a demand on your time and for me it was a lot of work a lot of work a lot of work and you know at times we sit down and we pray to god oh my gosh give me clients oh my gosh give me work and then we forget that it is work (laughs) so that's what we call a good problem here in nigeria so yes i had a good problem i got super busy with work and then i had family come over right for a few days it was amazing a full house but yes my hands were full and i had to focus on what i had to focus on so yes i i kept on longing to record a podcast but man by the time i look down it's practically another day and then another day runs into another day so but i made it here today i told myself that i was going to record i was going to come on here and just talk to you about certain things that are on my mind as we go into the new year right so it's christmas and we're all here we are in quote jollofin again if you're not nigerian <laughs> because guess what you guys i saw my podcast um stats and i have people listening to me in liberia that's crazy man like you guys if you're not listening to me from nigeria please reach out i would love to connect with you like that's so amazing I, I had people listening to me from countries or even states in nigeria that i you know i'm just i'm just blown away so thank you thank you i appreciate each and every one of you right so Today, I'm talking about five quality questions I think we should be asking ourselves as we go into the new year. There are questions that I am asking myself, things I'm thinking about. You know, it's that time of the year where even though we are, you know, having fun and doing all the things, we're also asking ourselves questions about, okay, in the new year, I want to set this goal, want to do this, want to do that, right? And I believe in the power of questions. Because I don't think that anybody in my personal experience and from my experience with clients, in fact, my clients know me, I'm sure I'm so annoying with this. I will always ask a question. 
They come to me with a problem, I start asking questions. Because guess what? The quality of questions we ask determine the quality of answers we give. And when you are able to ask yourself the right questions, the hard-hitting questions, right? When you're able to, like the man in the mirror, stand and look and no pretense, anything. See, that is half the battle. That is half the battle, right? So I just want to throw out some questions. Like I said, I'm asking myself those questions also. And I hope and believe that as it's, as this process is helping me to figure out, you know, things as I'm going into the new year, it's going to help you also. Now, of course, this is related to fitness, but life in general, right? In fact, there are general questions. And you know how I always say that fitness is kind of like a mini example of life, right? Because we, at times we tend to look at fitness, oh, this part, then life, this part. No, fitness, a lot of why I love fitness, why fitness means so much to me is because it has taught me so much about life. It has taught me so much about myself that I can apply to other areas of my life. So let's take this as just a general podcast, right? Questions we can apply to either fitness or life in general. So here it comes, five quality questions to ask ourselves as we go into the new year. And remember, I am doing this exercise right along with you. Now, the first question, this one is usually like a jolt for people. And for me, when I made this adjustment years ago, when I started speaking to myself this way, it made a whole world of difference. The first question is, what am I spending my life on? You see, normally we will look at it. Generally, we'll be told, oh, examine what you're spending your time on. Examine where you're spending your time, blah, blah, blah. And that is right. But I don't think it has as much impact as when we start to think about it as what am I spending my life on? Because when we look at it at the end of the day, time is life. Right now I'm recording this. It's Christmas Day. It's quarter to four. Christmas Day 2023 is practically over. We are never getting it back. But we've done certain activities today. We've spent time on something. We've spent life. Our life basically is a sum of seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, years, months, right? <coughs> Excuse me. That is it. So I started asking myself, Dami, what are you spending your life on? And so I'm asking you, Shalakwe, I'm asking you, Tola, I'm asking you, right, Angela, what are you spending your life on? Because when we sit down to look at it, then it... For me, it just makes my priorities very clear. When I said asking myself this question, it's made me on, if you know me normally, I don't, I don't, I don't play. I don't play with, um, cutting things out of my life. Like it is very, very easy for me. At times it's too easy. <coughs> Excuse me. The weather is quite dry. At times it's too easy, but it is very, very easy for me to look at. No, this is not working. I'm cutting it off. No. This actually doesn't pay me. I'm cutting it off. But I tell you that when I started thinking of things like this, oh my gosh, it, it made my vision. I'm still working on it. But to a large extent, it made my vision so clear, so focused that I will not spend my time watching a movie that I don't find interesting. If I go halfway, starting, and this movie, I stop it because I'm like, I'm not going to spend my life doing that, right? The beginning of this year, I said, Dami, don't be like Dami. Eh? Go out and network. Don't be like yourself. Make an effort this year. So guys, I paid for a networking event. Not really a networking event, but it was supposed to be something where, you know, like minds, you just come together, chill, talk, blah, blah, blah. I went for this event. I paid. I paid for makeup. <coughs> oh my gosh. 
so sorry village people don't want me to share this because i was on coffee before but anyway so i went for this event i paid for the event people of god i only took maybe half a drink i got up packed my bags maybe the event was about 30 minutes in i remember i paid for this event i paid for makeup i left my house on a sunday which i do not do anything that brings me out of the house out of the weekend must be super important but i said to myself that oh my gosh this year dummy make a difference do something different right step out step out they say you should be stepping out and networking so i paid for this and i went 30 minutes in I carried my kaya and I was like, please, I'd rather be with my family chilling right now and watching the Johnsons or something. Because the event was, I, I just started, I just looked at the people. I, I don't mean that in any way, but the questions they were asking, what they were doing, they were asking things, they were imagining, they were asking people to stand up and give the cost of everything that they are, they are wearing. Me. <laughs> they now brought the mic towards me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the eye I was giving the lady as she was coming towards me, she just reached halfway. She just turned back. Cause I was like, I should stand up, start talking about, I mean, if that works for some people, but hello, it was after that. I just carried my bag, left all the, I paid. Yes. Don't worry. It's okay. I've donated for invite. I started going home. So my point here is I've started, I started looking at things as how am I spending my life as opposed to how am I spending my time? When we start to do that, you see, we start to prioritize what is important. We start to put first things first, right? We start to, I mean, at what point, when I started thinking like that, I started looking at my phone, my screen time. I started looking at how much time I was spending on social, social media. And for me, you know, now social media is just Instagram. That's all. That's all. I don't do more than that. And even though I have the excuse that Instagram is where I do a lot of my outfacing work. I still started, once I find myself scrolling aimlessly, you know, you can get caught up. I'm like, damn it. You're spending your life. I mean, there's not, there are times when I'm like, yes, I just want to chill and mindlessly scroll. But that is a conscious choice, right? I'm consciously choosing to do that. Not that I find myself doing it. So when I catch myself, I'm like, damn it, you're spending your life doing this. When right now you should be doing this, doing this and that. So for me, I started looking at what am I spending my life on? What are the priorities? What am I doing? Am I, are my actions matching my words? Am I saying that this is what I want for my life? And then this is what I'm spending my life doing. Again, not spending time because you are actually spending your time, but at times it doesn't register unless we start framing it like, what are we spending our lives on? So that's the first question, right? Now, the second one is linked to it. What am I tolerating in my life? What am I tolerating in my life? You see those little nuisances. You see those things um, that get to us. You see those things that we are not comfortable with, but we just let happen. For the sake of peace, maybe we are scared to change the status quo. Maybe we we aren't even attaching so much importance to it that well, I'll just bear it. Maybe see, I'm not saying that everything can be changed. I'm not saying that we can change everything. But you see, there are some things in our lives that we are tolerating that are creating bigger problems than we can imagine. Let me use myself as an example. If you've listened for a while, or if you know me, I I I cannot deal with clutter. I can't deal with disorderliness. I can't deal with an untidy environment, right? And so for me, when I try to take my eyes away from something, right? Maybe um, somewhere is scattered or somewhere is disorganized or somewhere is whatever, right? And I, and I try to leave it and whatever. What I find out over time is that that little thing destabilizes me more than I realize. So 
it, there'll be a part of my piece that is stolen bit by bit by bit by not facing that thing that I really can't tolerate as per my nature. Let me give you another example. Maybe you have an argument with somebody or maybe you had a disagreement with somebody and you know, you haven't sorted things out. You know, at times in that relationship, maybe there, there's something in that relationship you haven't spoken your mind about. You haven't articulated to the person and shared and you continue with the relationship. So on the surface, everything is okay. Maybe it's a friendship, maybe it's your marriage, maybe it's a work relationship. But underneath, the thing that this person does that you keep tolerating is stealing your peace in some way, right? There are different ways that, that we tolerate things that are taken away from the quality of our life. See, I as a person like to go to bed at peace. So I try to do as much as possible. Again, I'm not saying we can control everything. Again, I'm not saying that, oh, everything is going to play out how we want. But as much as possible, what is within my control? Maybe answering text messages, for example, or even making a message, um, uh, um, a note, a conscious note that, you know what, I'm going to respond to this person tomorrow. Tying up loose ends. What is it that you are tolerating from yourself or from other people? that is destabilizing you that is not making you be the best that you can be right because for myself i look at this and i i don't know what is more important than my peace of mind again jesus came that we should have life and have it abundantly for me part of abundant life is having peace of mind right when it comes to my relationship when it comes to my work when it comes to how i live my life when it comes to examining myself my relationship with myself also so I look at it like something I, I fight with and people don't believe this because I can be very go, go, go is at times procrastination, right? So one time I had to sit up that procrast this habit cannot be, and it's not, you will see me, I'll be doing things, but there's something in particular that I don't want to do that I'm procrastinating and that thing is stealing my peace. So I'm like, I don't want to tolerate this habit. So even though I have done a thousand and one productive things here, it might be returning the phone call. Of somebody that I don't really want to talk to. That could have stolen my peace all day. And guess what? I might still have to make that phone call. But I've let it destabilize me throughout the day. And I'm still going to make it. So I said, look, Nadami, I cannot let, you cannot let this habit be, you cannot be tolerating it. And let it be, you know, stealing your peace. So what is it that you're tolerating in your life? Is it the way somebody speaks to you? You might not be able to confront the person, but you might, as much as possible, limit your association with that person, right? Because it might be an elderly one that you cannot talk back at, or it might be a boss or something, right? So as much as possible, or are you going to now teach yourself not to let that person's words get to you? Whatever it is, let's start examining the things that we are tolerating that is not letting us have the kind of lives that we want to have, right? That's the second question. The third one is linked to it. What, what am I avoiding? What am I avoiding? What is the elephant in the room in this case, in my life that I am avoiding, right? Let's look at weight loss. For example, a lot of people use their mouths to say that I want to lose weight. I want to get fit and healthy, but then they find their actions are contradicting every single word that they have said. They are contradicting every single goal that they've written down and lifted up on the 31st of December to say that, yes, I want to accomplish this goal. Why? Because there's a part of them that is avoiding that thing. 
maybe they have um, associated with weight loss that um, it's pain, it's restriction, or maybe the, the, the ghost of past efforts that have failed is haunting them. And they're like, you know what? I, I, I really can't do this subconsciously, but they're not even aware of it. It's time for us to start thinking, what is it I'm, av I'm avoiding? For some of us, it's a part of work. For some of us, it's something that is going to require us to stretch. Maybe take a professional exam. Maybe go back to school for the master's or the PhD. Hard work somewhere. For some of us, it's hard discussions we need to have with ourselves or with our spouses or with our parents. But this thing is like an elephant in the room that will just not budge. And if we don't face it, then again, the quality of life is going to be affected. And remember that time is life. And so as year go, years go by and years go by and we're not facing and confronting these things, you know, it's just a subpar life. And I don't think anybody wishes that on themselves. So what am I avoiding? This question for me, me, I've not answered. Though. I know the answer as in some, <laughs> I know the answer somewhere, but I've not really faced it. I've not sat down to answer this question totally, but I promise you, I am going to do it. What am I avoiding? Right? The next question, number four, what are my best three qualities that I am ignoring, that I'm not maximizing, that I'm not utilizing? We tend to talk down on ourselves. We tend to take a lot of stuff about us for granted, especially people who have so many skills that a lot of people are dying to have, but you downplay because you have it. You don't even recognize it as a strength. You don't recognize it as a skill. I'd like you to note what are the top three qualities that I have that I am not maximizing, that I am not using to live my best life, that I am not using, you know, to better my life and the life of other people around me. And it doesn't have to be anything, you know, dramatic because that's another thing. We start thinking of all oh, dramatic things, but it might be like I am an empathetic. <clears throat> do you know how many people like empathy? And then do you know what the skill of empathy do you know the doors it can open for you? Do you know the healing it can bring to other people? Right? For other people, it's like, I light up, the, I can make people laugh. Do you know what? <laughs> do you, you, that, honestly, we need to start propping ourselves up. We need to start thinking about it. For some people, it's like like for myself, and this is something I don't, appreci I don't um, appreciate enough. I'm, I'm, I am very, I have... Um, I've coined it as a bird's eye view when, if somebody, and I guess it does help me with my coaching does help me with my work because when somebody brings a problem to me, I'm able to stand out of it and look at it from a bird's eye view and see angles that other people are not examining. Right. And for me, a part of a skill that I have, and maybe for me, why I didn't really identify this as a skill for so long was because it was growing up. It was coined as, dummy is um dummy can be what's the word um it wasn't used like that but dummy can be not cold but very matter of fact and i can be very matter of fact right because of that bird's eye view i can see the end from the beginning so to speak so when somebody is taking an about to take an action or take a step i can tell that this is where it's going to end so when i was younger I will react from where it's going to end. But the person hasn't done that thing. <laughs> the person hasn't done that thing. But because I know that that is where it's going to end, I take my actions based on that. And then people are like, oh, 
Demi, um, you're too... <clears throat> You're too um matter of fact. You're too this. Um, maybe there's no empathy. Meanwhile, I'm one of the most empathetic people I know. <laughs> but you know, dummy, da 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 da. At the end of the day, it will happen how exactly as I predicted. But a lot of things would have been fractured. So that was a part of me that I downplayed for a long time. But as I grew older, I started to realize it was a strength. But now wisdom entered it. So I might just state it, not react. I might not state it in my mind. I know what I'm going to do. Do you understand? So wisdom came into it, but usually it is how I've anticipated that it's going to end up that it ends up. Right? So what are the three attributes that you've downplayed? Maybe things like me. For another one is that me is stubborn. <laughs> and I know I, I can be stubborn, but when I grew up, I realized this was a strength that made me dogged to go for my goals. I am very, if I determine, if I, if I say that I want to achieve this thing, I will achieve it too. My stubbornness, my innate stubbornness became a strength when I grew up. When I was a kid, it was determined, it was taken as stubbornness because I will not listen to you if I say that this is what I want to do. And it was not disrespectful. It was not anything. But I, I have a clear... My mom calls me one-way traffic. One-way traffic. go, come. She doesn't hear go. She doesn't hear come. That's where... If I decide that that is what I want to do, it will happen. And then me, Jesus baby again. Ah. <laughs> so it's even something I know for myself that... That mean, when you say that goal that you've been using mouth to say for all these years, you've not decided that you really want to do it. I'll be telling myself because I know myself when I decide that I want to accomplish something, I will accomplish it. Right? So, what is that superpower of yours that you're downplaying that you're not recognizing? And then the last question. I didn't think this was gonna go on for so long, but the last question is: what do you need to become? Who do I need to become in 2024 to accomplish the goals that I need to accomplish? Because the you of 2023 cannot accomplish the goals that you've set for 2024. And this is the biggest question I am currently asking myself. Who does Dami need to become? What are the qualities, the habits, the behaviors that Dami needs to imbibe to become the person that's going to accomplish all the goals that she wants to accomplish in 2024? I know that for me, more discipline is going to be there. Somebody is going to be like, hey, dummy, more discipline. Yes, more discipline. Because I know the areas I am disciplined in and I know the areas that I faff off. I know myself. I will not lie to myself. That's the biggest mistake anybody will make to lie to themselves. So I know that there are areas in my life, in my life, I need to become more disciplined. There are areas in my life I need to become less fearful. There are areas in my life that I need to become more consistent in. So I know that, and that is going to require me becoming a different person because a more disciplined dummy, a more consistent dummy, right? A less fearful dummy in some areas of our life is different from the dummy that is talking to you right now. So who do I need to become to accomplish the goals that I want to accomplish in 2024? So these are the questions I'm asking myself. I mean, even like I'm, I've just been chilling i've not really been on social media i've not really been on instagram i've not really been anywhere because it's just a really introspective you know time where you're just thinking and i've not really sat down to say oh my gosh i'm going on retreat to think about those questions but they are just questions that you know just come into your head i'm going to make out the time 
you know, I'm going to make out the time to really, really sit down to hone them in. But these are the questions that are floating around. And I just thought to share with you, you know, as Jesus, God has given us the gift of Jesus. <laughs> Let's give ourselves the gift of sense as we go into 2024, because it must not be like the previous year. So Merry Christmas once again. I'm back on podcast. So you're going to be hearing from me consistently. Um, and 2024 is going to be an awesome year. I have so many awesome things planned for you guys. Thank you for hanging with me so far this year and have a beautiful holiday. <laughs>